Hey, welcome to Coffee and Cuts. Pastor Brett here with Gina Hoff, and we just finished up another installment of Inconvenient Truths this week looking at uh, the inconvenient truth of Jesus saying uh, from Matthew 20, uh, 20 through 28, if you want to be great, you must be a servant. If you want to be first, you have to be a slave. And so pretty tough teaching this week, Gina. What stood out to you? Again, uh, you always hit us with the hard stuff hmm. <laughs> these days. Um, I think it's the thing that stood out to me the most is that it's so contradictory to the world we live in, where we're, you know, we're told day in and day out these things that will make our life awesome. And, hmm. uh, you know, this idea that being a servant or a slave is what gives us an awesome life is exactly what the world doesn't tell us, you right. know. So I think that's probably what stood out to me the most. Hmm. And, um, I thought it was really awesome that in the message you gave us a lot of like real life specific examples of ways we could serve and you listed off a number of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious to know what you would say, you know, out of all of those things that you listed off, what would you say to somebody who hears all of those things and says, you know, none of those really strike my fancy. You know, I'm just not really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's I don't my, like my options. Yeah, that's not my deal. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, obviously people have said that, you know, even in, to the list of things that we said today about, um, hey, here's all these options where you can serve, you can get connected, you can use your life as a testimony to serve somebody else in a variety of ways. Uh, you know, what I would say is if someone says, hey, you know, I just don't like my options, it would really be simply this, then, then find a place that you can serve Christ outside of Calvary, if that's the case, or find within yourself what is it that God is birthing within you um, to help us launch a new way to serve more people for Christ. You know, I really do believe that there are a ton of people in the congregation who have great ideas. We've been talking with many of them. There's a few that have come up and said, hey, I just feel like the Lord's place is on my heart as a way to like serve people, bless the kingdom, grow the name of Jesus. And we're saying, this is amazing. That's awesome. You know, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? And so we're saying, just bring those ideas. And you know, every idea we can't bring to bear all at once. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we as leaders have to be entrusted with kind of being sensitive and discerning on, okay, what, what should we bring into the story right now and what should be a little bit later? And, you know, that, that takes humility, as we talked about earlier. Um, but, man, you know, I never want people to feel like, hey, I can't bring my idea uh, to Pastor Brett and the team because we are a culture at Calvary that we want to hear that idea. In fact, mm -hmm. the best ones we haven't heard yet are still inside. I said today they're still inside your shirt. You know, they're inside your heart still, and they need to come out. Uh, but if somebody says, you know, I, I just don't like my options, I would just simply say, then you got to find a place that you can serve. Even if that's not here at Calvary, find a place where you can be bonded to service in Christ because there is an awesome life there for you. That's amazing. I love that you're kind of opening up an invitation to everybody to just do a search your soul and find your giftedness and present it. You know, mm -hmm. people are willing to listen. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I would say uh, to that, a lot of times when people are called into service, they have to make sacrifices. And a lot of times those sacrifices can be admirable ones. You know, they have to give up some time with their family or, mm -hmm. you know, it's maybe a little time in a career that means a lot. Um, and I would say, what would you say when people are struggling with that, you know, I can't serve because I'm so busy and the things I'm busy with are admirable and I'm not ready to give that up? Yeah. You know, one of the things I think I would say is that, um, you know, in my experience, if I ever sensed God was calling me into something and my response was, oh, Lord, I'm too busy to do that right mm -hmm. now, 
the Lord has reminded me time and time again, like he's not going to destroy my life if I decide to give more of myself over to serving him. Even if it means that um, my time may be scarce, I found that God adds time into my life. If I find that uh, I think I won't uh, be able to pull it off, God will providentially, in a way that only he understands, you know, he'll bring people into your story to help you and yeah. all kinds of things that he's like, I have complete control over this. Like you didn't have to worry, like I have you. I'm not going to ruin you because you want to serve me. What I would say is that there has to be a wisdom. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, if someone says, well, I'm going to miss time with my family, my question would be, is there a way that you can serve with your family? You know, can you get mom and dad, kids involved in a way to actually serve? I think today kids need more than anything. We need, they need to see serving modeled from mom and dad. They need to see worship modeled, prayer modeled, discipleship modeled. Um, you know, it, it's one thing to like go behind closed doors and do something our kids never see. It's another thing to bring our kids into that story. And, and I know that's hard when your kids are little, there's only so much you can do. I mean, right. let's just be honest, yep. you know, but as they get a little bit older, it becomes more and more available to where you can bring them into the story and let them do parts of it. And so we're finding that in our story with, with just a few little boys that we have, um, that we're finding things that we can actually do together. Um, the second thing is, I would just say, simply trust God that if you feel like, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm working 65 hours a week. To be able to pull this off, I'm going to have to work 55 hours a week. Um, to really go in that prayerfully, realize you have an enemy who doesn't want you to live an awesome life. He wants you to work 75 hours That's right. so that you forget the greater call of Christ, the better prize, which isn't accumulating more treasures on earth where, you know, rust and moth <laughs> destroy, but, but treasures in heaven where they will be added onto you for all of eternity. And that's the big truth is that there is a spiritual battle and you're always going to feel it. Every time you sense God calling you into anything, there's always going to be that pull to go another way. But you have to fight through that prayerfully with the Lord and know that He's not going to ruin your life career. Does it mean things won't change? No, it certainly could and maybe they should. But to trust God with that and to say, okay, Lord, I, I really sense you in this. I'm going to take a step of faith and follow. And I believe God will bless you. Thank goodness for a providential God. Mm. <laughs> That's Amen. Amazing. <laughs> so that's all we have for this edition of Coffee and Cuts. We pray that uh, it encourages you and it blessed you. If it did, be sure to share with somebody else and tune in next week for another installment. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.